how science points to God is super fascinating to me because um, I know an angel named Cassiel, and he has knowledge of this. It's called he's we say Cassiel, one who sees God. No, Cassiel, speed of God, Camel, excuse me, Camel, one who sees God. So I'm going to answer this question right now, and um, I can tell you the answer first. When you look at the um, science in a textbook, you don't see God because what you see is a book made by a man and the, the book is often uh, laminated with plastic so what you see there is like synthetic ink synthetic uh laminates and so it's like polysynthetic chemicals that you don't necessarily see god when you look at the book but what you could do is you go out at night on a mountain and you lay on your back on a sleeping bag let the sleeping bag get dirty just get comfortable it's all part of the experience and you lay on your back and you look at the stars and if you don't want the sleeping bag to get dirty then get a a blanket from a thrift store or something warm to lay on and warm clothes and something warm to cover yourself with because it's going to get dirty and then you lay down in your back and you look at the stars and you look up through the trees and you see magnificence and you see um light we see splendor radiant light so we see magnificence and so Camel, one who sees God, he has knowledge of this. And so where Camel goes, everywhere he goes, Camel sees God. And so this is to the Bible verse. Um, from the foundation of creation, all things clearly made by him are seen. Kind of a Bible verse. And so how do you do it? How do you do it? Well, the first thing you do is maybe you look at the stars. You look at stuff God made. And so everywhere you go, you can see things God made. And then what you might do is you just relax, clear your breath, and you just look at it without trying to think anything. It's really difficult to do this in a city where there's so many synthetic things. So you go out to the mountains where everything there is made by God, and you lay down on your back on a mountain. You go someplace where there's no traffic, no lights, no roads, and you lay on your back and you look up. And you see the sky. And you see the stars. And you see trees. On the way there, you saw the mountain. You just take a deep breath and you just lay on your back. So then you might think of God. Now, how, how can science point to God? Now, I want you to remember that these things are clearly seen. So when you lay on your back, you look with your eyes open. If you're lost in your imagination, you might want to lay there for a while until you see clearly. Now, scientists have long been trying to find a flaw in God's creation, and they don't do it. So what they do instead is they make up lies, and they teach those lies. For instance, they teach in this galaxy that there are um, 100 billion stars but I've mapped them all when I traveled in a spaceship about 50 years ago. And so I, um, I mapped them and counted them. There were 3,152 stars exactly in this galaxy and an expanse all around it until we approached the next galaxy. And just less than a thousand of the worlds had life, human life. And most of them looked very similar to us, very similar. Uh, you might say identical, actually. Very similar. So when I can tell you from my perspective, 
I've laid on my back and looked up at the stars, but I've also gone up above the galaxy so high that I could see a lot of it. And um, I've seen the whole galaxy. I saw the magnificence of the galaxy and the stars and the worlds and the people on the worlds. I've traveled to other worlds and met men from other worlds. And I saw God there. And I've seen the whole universe now. It's been so long since I traveled the galaxy. I've seen the whole universe, the whole earth. I've seen heaven where God sits on a throne. And I've seen God everywhere I've gone. So how can science point to God? Only if science tells us the truth about God's magnificent creation. Going back to it again, only if science tells us the, tells us the truth. Now that's an unfinished sentence, and I can probably finish that sentence a multitude of ways. The truth about what? God's magnificent creation. How stars work. What's actually in the galaxy? What's in the universe? What do the heavens look like? What does heaven look like? What does God look like? Then, with knowledge that we got from observation, some of it from testing, when I saw every star in this galaxy, I mapped the whole galaxy. And on the world where I lived, there's still a map, a galaxy map that I made. And you might call that science. And it's an exact map of knowledge, of stars that God made. So in science, they teach that there's 100 billion stars in this galaxy, but I counted all of them. There's 3,152. In science, they teach that there's black holes, but there's no such thing. I can tell you I've seen every square inch in the whole universe. And there is not one black hole. There's no place in God's creation where everything gets sucked into darkness, except places the devil goes. That's where men might get drawn into darkness and death. They might die. And they teach in science that the galaxies are spinning in circles. That's not true. Things do move around a bit. Planets go around stars. The earth goes around the sun. But galaxies, from what I've seen from the beginning, have never moved an inch. What they do occasionally is God makes new worlds and new stars. I've never seen a galaxy move an inch. So one day if I see one move, I'll tell you. But I've never seen one spin. They teach you that the universe... is expanding... And that is only taught by men who hate God. Men that don't hate God don't teach that. They feel something weird in their belly. If they read it in a book, if they think to say it. Men that hate God might feel like one day they're going to die. But it's not going to be from the universe expanding. It'll be after judgment before the throne of God. God's judgment. Maybe they'd rather die from the universe expanding or from a galaxy spinning real fast or going into a black hole. But that's not how they'll die. And if they want to, one day God might make a black hole for all the men that wanted to die in a black hole. And God might cast them all in. Let them die the way they chose. They might say time passes by slowly in a black hole. God might make their death real slow. Those men might die slowly over a million years because they chose it. Maybe God will let them die the way they chose. Not in a cruel way, the way they chose. 
So there's no black holes. There's not a billion stars or a hundred billion in this galaxy. And galaxies, from what I've seen, never spin. So does science prove God exists? You can never prove God exists. Every man knows it. I've been to every world in the whole universe. Every man knows it. There's knowledge of God everywhere. And there's a couple ways we can know God exists. The first way is in our heart. We all know about God. Every man does, even before you're saved by Jesus Christ or something like that, before some sort of religious experience. And those, there are different ones that might change our heart. Spiritual experiences, for instance. And... Not only does every man have knowledge of God in their heart, but before you sinned, God rebuked you probably four times. And you knew in those moments that God was real. Every man's a sinner, and they all know God's real in those moments, you might say. How else can we prove God exists to someone who refuses to hear? If they refuse to hear, probably they hate God. They've turned their back on God. And if you try to force them to see that God's real, they'll probably be angry at you and refuse to see. They'll probably turn their back on you as well. They might even hate you and God. So what I'd say to any man that wants to prove God is real, that religion is real and true, is this. Learn to be spiritual with correct spiritual meditation. Now, when you sit and you meditate, there are a lot of men in the earth that will teach you what they know, whether it's good or bad. So the first thing we do is we think, what is good? What knowledge is good? Am I real? And then you close your eyes and you become aware of every inch of your body inside and out. You think again, am I real? Am I God? You realize you're not God, you are real. And if you do this long enough, you might become aware of your spirit and maybe even your soul. Then you might breathe, pay attention to that if you want. But if you pay attention to your arms and your legs, your hands and your feet, your belly and your chest, your neck and your head, every square inch of your body inside and out, you might become aware of your spirit. And it's not a sin to be aware of your arms. You do that every day. With skill, you can be aware of your whole body simultaneously. And over time, you might become a spiritual man. That's it. And when you're a spiritual man, you might experience spiritual things. And then, one day a man might ask you, how do you prove God's real? And you might realize it's futile to try to explain it to him. 
and he might ask you about science and you can give him a lot of answers if you give him my answers. <laughs>